Hello, welcome to Talk Time with Lanre Tonato. I hope you enjoyed and learned something from my last episode with Olamide, Olumide, pardon me, Fetuga. I was supposed to start this session with one of the top angels. However, it has been a tough time catching up with him. Finally, I have here with me today, Babajide Dairo. Dairo, welcome to Talk Time with me. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you for having me with you today, Lanre Tonato. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Jide, thanks for making up time for me as usual. And thanks for coming to my show. I really can't remember at what point we got close. You know, all those, all, all, the only thing I know is that uh, you've made much impact in my life and you're still doing so. You took, you took me like a project in your hands. And today, I can boldly say I crossed lots of hurdles and I am the strong woman I am today because you stood by me. Um, how do I, let me start by saying, can you describe me? Hmm. Can I describe you? <laughs> I don't think I can, but I will just try. I know Larry to be a very strong woman, very talented. One of the first things that attracted me to her, I know she's graduate of architecture. Yeah. She can make hair, she can do makeup, so many other things, yeah. you know, broadcasting and all that. And then casting that you brought out in me. <laughs> well, we thank God. And then as a person, I mean, those are the things she can do with her hands. As a person, she's somebody that can go beyond limits to assist people around her. I mean, we've had discussions about time whereby we say, ah, don't help this person now. Larry will still end up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Crossing the match, she later tell me, and I'll be like, okay, no problem. Apparently, that is who she is. She helps people. She likes bringing people up to her speed, making people happy with her talent and all that. Well, I can't say it all, what I know about Larry, but for now, those are the things I can remember. At least. So, with, with all those things, you know, it's it would appear that uh, Larry would have would be a happy person at, at the time you met me. But at what point did you notice I needed help? Well, I wouldn't say I noticed, right? Or but did I run to you? But it is natural. Mm. No, it wasn't like you ran to me. I ran into you in a situation. You were meant to be going to work that day. Um, for some reasons, you couldn't go to work and... I think I met Ebu that day. Okay, that's okay. my flatmate. Yes, yeah. and she told me what was going on. I was like, okay. Then at that point, I know, okay, this this is somebody I need to like Are get really? closer to, be listening to, so that we walk through those challenges and, at that time together. And you did well with it because each time, I'm sure almost everyone I've come across after I became very close to you know that there's one Babaji Day Diary, there's one Jide in my life because. One of those words that you, you, you know, that um, you said, you, you use when you're talking to me that actually caught me going. Maybe you just do it on, it's not intentional, but you use them and it kept me going. You saw my problem like your problem. I know I've had a lot of people, um, some people that I've talked to and they just, you know, 
just shove shove me away or something but you tell me you say we you understand you you saw my problem as if it was yours so sometimes if i you know you say i thought we've gone past this and then you say we can do this so it, it really you know encouraged me and it helped me you know go a long way knowing fully well that someone got my back and someone is ready to pull me up uh, along the way and it really helped me i, I just hope i won't get emotional during this um session but so what what were your thoughts uh, each of i mean those times when i attempted suicide where were you taught? I remember there was a particular day that there was one in particular that um, I, I was hearing those voices that I talk about. You know, my family member would say I was just seeking attention, but you believed that truly there was something that was talking to me. And I called you that morning. I said the voice again, and you said, "Where are you?" It didn't even take you time before you came to my house. But unfortunately, I had really slipped my my wrist with the blade so what were your thoughts those times yes with the blade yeah my thoughts well that was something that was preparing me for moments like that so it wasn't really like a thought at that point in time i use twitter a lot and okay. there's this handle they call them mentally aware.ng okay it's an ngo that cater for can you say that again? Mental. Mentally aware.ng. Yeah, okay, that's where you referred so, me to. So I came across their Twitter handle, I started following them. So they give tips on what to do, even though you are not a professional. But when you are around people that have suicidal thoughts and all that, they give tips on okay, the best thing you can do is you listen first listen to them so, so, so did, did you stump did you just stumble on that um, group or it was while you were searching because i know that there are sometimes i'll just be in the office and you just forward links to me was it because of my issue while you were searching of, on how to help her or you you had stumbled on them before you know I, i've stumbled on them before, before my case. but then before when I'm online, it is when their feeds come to my timeline. I read the tips and move on. Okay. But then when I got closer to you and I realized, okay, we're going to need help working through this together and all that, I started intentionally go to their page, search, find out how you can register to like get support if needed and all that. So it's a combination of both. I stumbled on them. Then we coming together made me okay, search for down to their activities, know more about them and know how they can be of help along the line. And, and like I said, I think you recommended them to me and I got a psychologist. Yes. They also helped. And with the help of the psychologist that I spoke with, I had se- sessions with them. And uh, with the help of you, I'm sure that's why I started this um, podcast. Gosh. Yes. And I hope I'm still doing well with it. It pays to tell your stories. That's why I'm doing this. So, um, like I, I think I mentioned this earlier that what are the reasons why you always say I'm here to listen each time I cry you know despite your busy schedule I know you have your own issues but what were those things that kept you going and you say yes I'm here I'm here to listen okay myself I'm a very how do I put it like personal person I think about my things find solution I know that I personally find it hard to discuss stops with people so if somebody has that courage to walk up to me and open up on what they are going through it would be very wrong of me to like just 
shove them away. Shove them away like it's nothing. You have to be strong. People are strong. No. Yeah. The first step is because most times when people cry out for help, they might even know you don't have the solution. But just they just want to somebody listen. to talk to, yeah. to understand them. Yeah. Look, somebody to tell them what you are going through is real. But okay, these are things we can do. I don't have the solution, but I can help get help, you know. Yeah, and you so did. Exactly, you have to listen. I think mentally I will talk that, but in my subconscious as well, maybe my nature to I tend to to listen, you know. But especially with the fact that me myself I'm not very comfortable like opening up. So when okay. somebody's opening up, you know they've reached a kind of brick wall yeah. and they decided to open up. Yeah. Then the least you can do is listen and genuinely try to help. So so you you can now you said you yourself you, you try not to you don't open up to people as easy as that. But don't you think when you bottle up things, you know, it pays to talk, you know, when you bottle up things, is that could it be the reason why some people, you know, it's um you know, get this outburst sometimes when you've you've had it all by yourself. Yeah. Do you think so, yeah. so you agree with me that it pays to talk, right? It is the best. You remember we also work together. Yeah. Remember there are times I even scream at you. Yeah, sure. Yes. And it's because my own bottling up sometimes is work related. I'm yeah. working on seven, ten things. Yeah. My colleague is there, nobody's giving him work to do, and everybody's mm. coming to me. And then you two, you come, and I'll be like, okay, check this, check that. And you'll be like, ah, why are you asking me that? Yeah, I'll be like, the only you way, well, for, for people to really understand. You don't scream at me when it's time for when I'm talking about my personal of course, stuff. Of course, of course, so of the course. only time he screams that like he's work. saying is work related and I you yeah. know and I I'm not getting it when I shoot and then he just screams. And then another thing that I remember you do, I also learned something from you, you say everybody will be fine. <laughs> last last. That's at what I say. At the end of the day, without you everybody will yeah. be fine at the end of the day. And I remember there was one outburst and I said I wasn't gonna talk to him the whole day. And I couldn't I found out that I couldn't do it. I found it very hard. I walked past him. There's no I want to go out wow, that I won't pass by him. your seat. At some point I just walked up walked up to you and said, Do you remember that day that yeah. oh I'm sure what's going on in your mind right now is I'll be fine, right? But I'm not fine and all that. So yeah. it's because I got you as that this angel. And I remember another time. You've done several things that I really cannot list them and I try as much as possible to make this podcast my podcast very short, but also hit you know straight the to the point and let people learn and uh, from it i remember at some point that's another you know very strong thing that you did for me when i i was sick i had asthma attack and you backed me all the way from the house to the you i, I was trying to walk i said i could mm. make it you said no you can't i'm going to carry you and then you carried me all the way to the road where we struggled to get um Mara. Yes, the tricycle that took us to to the hospital. And the minute I got to the hospital, I was taken to the emergency unit and I was placed on oxygen, right? And you stayed with me in the hospital for five good days. It was supposed to be your leave days. <laughs> and you spent your five work leave, working leave days that you're supposed to rest, waking up in the hospital, going back to your house to just change and all that. None of my family member came. 
none of them came they were just calling and all that so in this so there's this yoruba saying i don't know how i'm going to interpret it maybe you're going to help me out that says maybe like so it's not because you're born of the same parent i guess or your blood that 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 the person will remember you to help you i wouldn't want to say that um my family they 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 gave up on me but there was never a time really that i think i got a listening ear so to say you understand i love my mom she's been there but they were not sensitive enough my family members were not sensitive and each time i attempted suicide they saw it like attention seeking but somehow you know that's why i say i called each one of you that i've come across in my life especially you i've come across several angels but with you i can never get over the things you know you've helped me so i think for family what do you say to um to family members what one probably might be listening and you know want to say she's just he or she's just seeking attention or if you kill yourself you just go to hell i hear that a lot who cares you know what would you want to say to someone who has someone that has a mental you know illness of such what would you say to that person and what would you say to their family well uh, let me start from the family because yes. you have to be in someone's position to be able to like talk about the situation better yeah. to the family like you said we need to be more sensitive yeah. we need to listen more yeah we need to look out for signs and not just dismiss them yeah and even when you notice something and the person is not talking you can encourage them to speak up yeah. because that's the first key if you cannot open the door you cannot assess what's in there so speaking up we you know we open the door to so many things and like i said earlier i'm not a professional in handling such situations you can always reach out to people like mentally aware. You yeah. Know, you can always reach out to them to like get professional help. But like I said, you listen, then help them, link them to available help. Let them speak with professionals because really, uh, imagine not being uh, an electrician and you're trying to fix electricity or electronics in your house. You might end up doing more, more damage. Mm. Know when to listen. Know when to talk. Know when to get help for them, and then. For people that are passing through one challenging times or the other that is making them look like okay nobody's listening nobody cares the truth is there are people around that cares yeah there are they don't have to be your family members yeah. they don't have to be your friends yeah but there are people who speak up fine um social media is also helping i've seen people come out online and say their words fine some people we still trying to make it look um, make it worse by saying ash words but i'm very sure in nigeria today even out of every maybe 100 bad comments a genuine help will come true yeah. out of every 100 comments you understand so the first step also is speaking up i know it's not easy i know it's hard but try to especially for people that have spoken up in the past and they didn't get the right reaction or yeah. the right response you know I know there are other NGOs out there that, that can that can listen and if people close to you or people that are supposed to be close to you are not listening and not helping, try to speak with other people outside. Somebody will pick up the call and you know, you, you see someone that will walk through the journey with you and 
like you did fine <laughs> yeah now talking about speaking up i think this is the very first time now that i might have the courage or the boldness to say this um it's something that lots of people are battling with um probably even of my family member listens to this this is the first time they're going to hear that this that i've passed through this um what i'm going to mention and you know sometimes when i get cranky or when people get cranky or they act the way they do like you said try find out why they are like that so maybe for the first time ever i'm going to talk about um the rape you know it took me a while i couldn't tell you the rape incident i had that's why i thought i was going through i was going through a lot and that happened again to me it took me i think two days to be able to speak up to you and then i think two days later again because it was some days to my mother's birthday and then it took me i think four days after it happened before you advised me i was scared i was ashamed i said i wasn't gonna get emotional but it's talk i think if if crying will make me feel like yes if crying will make you feel better please do i'm strong i know but i just have to do this so it took me four days and you went with me to the hospital you went with me and you also encouraged me to take it up on that person that uh, it seemed very difficult to find hoping that someday he will be brought to book and justice will be served joe i figured out i i found out that um, it's been years now it's been 2019 2021 it's been two two years about two years now and i hear if you don't report rape the very exact day happened or you know maybe weeks later it might be hard to prove a thing so i spoke up that again to you and you helped out you helped me through the journey that i have not even broken down you know it's because i remember i said i used to say guys are this guys are that and then you say not all guys like are like that i am a man and really you're a man you had never i remember another time again you gave me shelter i had issues with my accommodation you sheltered me and cooked for me for one good month in your house so what would you say to people who have um, had situations of rape and the society will not make them talk about it just like i remember again during that time um um someone was saying um my, I, I, one of our bosses was talking about rape well see if he he knew about my story but he probably didn't but he was saying you were raped in the in in the particular place but you went there yourself so how do you prove you know they were just arguing that thing and it was ringing in my head and that was about the same situation i found myself i walked up to the person myself i trusted the person i felt the person was a friend and what happened to me happened to me what would you say to um females who've been molested that way and 
they're finding it hard to to speak out how would you advise them what do you have to say to them well thank you uh, well apologies that you have to go through that nobody should well to other women going through such or that have gone through such in the past i don't have the right words than probably to apologize <laughs> you apologize on behalf of my agenda <laughs> and at the same time at the same time the victim is never to be blamed i think as a whole the world in general we have to move away from what they call rape culture because there are some people that they are not perpetrating the rape act but the way they say we make the victim feel uncomfortable. We make the victim blame themselves the more. You understand? Like, yeah. wearing a miniskirt is not an invitation to rape. Um, meetings with someone in an hotel for a business discussion is not an invitation to rape. As they saying, they say, no means no. You understand? Yeah. So, and I tell people one thing. Remember in those days in, in Yoruba land, we read it in books that people would put their their market wares in the store, nobody would be there. They'll put stones there and say, okay, this is two stones. Probably yeah. that means two naira or two calories or whatever. Just and people and will them. honestly pick the product, drop the money. So that system worked because they don't have thieves around. So a rape will only happen because a rapist is involved never because of the woman never because of the way they dress i'm a muslim hijab sisters are getting raped at least they cover their body and they are still getting raped so you can't blame it on the dressing or the and to say or... to say that uh, that particular day i wasn't I, I was properly dressed i'm sure i don't i don't wear you know uh, pro provocative or seductive clothes and yeah. all that. so so we can never bl blame the victim it is wrong to do that. We should condemn rapists. If you have friends as a guy that is showing... Anna? No, you can go ahead. If you have friends as a guy that, that is showing rapist tendency or, or, or rape culture, the way they talk, that say, oh, see how this one is dressed. If she get raped now, caution them, educate them. And then for we parents, the way we are focusing energy on training our girl child to like behave like this, we should focus on our male male kids to like okay there's a way you talk to women there are things you don't do there are things you don't encourage you know uh, i frown at it when even in the office i see a grown-up male grabbing a female <laughs> colleague and i know you must have heard me talk about yeah. it once but you cannot be holding people like that without and that's why even apart from you know you notice i hardly even stretch on my hands to, to shake women because you know, they might not be comfortable with it, for God's sake. You understand? Not to talk of... Yeah. Grabbing them. You, know, you understand? So, all those cultures, all those behaviors, they are they are shameful. It should stop. And we should stop encouraging rape as a society. You even hear some female, too, glorify rape in some manners. Like, you know, another thing why I couldn't... Why I was scared, you know, you really encouraged me to speak up. And to today, this I'm sure this is the first time the whole world is hearing it that i'm doing this right now i really actually summoned courage apart from the shame the stigma and the fact that i'm not married yet and the major reason again why you know i didn't speak up 
then even till now is for security reasons you know i kept on yeah, hammering that um will i get protected will i get covered because this guy seemed to be an influential person and he's you know so i don't know if there's an ngo out there or people out there who could guarantee this i think that's the major problem most rape victims victims have you know the security guaranteeing their security that's the major problem and i hope the world that is listening right now i'm in nigeria whoever is listening i i want you to know like he said that it wasn't your fault that you got raped and another thing learn to speak out i hope i'm sure like i said in the very very first um episode of this podcast i said that this is a healing process for me so maybe today after this episode after speaking out after talking hopefully this is the continuation of the healing process for me the exact reason why i started this podcast so in conclusion uh chidi i want to just help let's just round up this we've talked about so many things you've been my angel you're still there and even right now i'm so emotional that um distance right now is going to you know keep us apart but i i'm so sure in my heart that no matter the distance i know you still got me and god has still got keep me in touch i know you're going to keep in touch so I want to round up this podcast. I want you to round up and then just say something to my audience. Well, Larry's fans, Larry's audience, <laughs> thank you for supporting Larry. I know, well, sometimes she sends the link to me. I might not listen in full, but at least I'm happy she keeps doing it. I'm sure the support we are showing her is keeping her going in this process. Yeah. Thank you. We love you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Thank you, Jide, for for being on my show thank you for all you've done thank you for for being there for me thank you for being like i said he's one of the top angels and i thank god also for sending him you know my way so for those of you that uh, that are listening i hope you've learned one or two things from my story and um i pray you don't fall victim of rape I, I pray if you if you're suffering from mental you know if you have a problem with your mental health I pray you come out of it you snap out of it as quick as possible and I pray you find someone as GD you find an angel as GD to speak to to help you out if you don't get someone you could uh, also send me a mail you know sometimes god puts us in a situation so that uh, when we pass through that phase situation we could also help others yes so you can also do me a mail at be beautiful um at gmail.com i'm gonna respond to your mail and i could give you a call if you want me to thank you so much uh enjoy the rest of your day my listeners